but we need to do another intro. Mm. So real quick, here's what I want everyone to do. Say your name and then say what the podcast is about in like 30 seconds. I'm going to tell you right now, John, that I, Matthew Sin, will not do that. Well, then what are you going to do? I emphatically refuse to state that the purpose of this podcast is to determine which character <laughs> in a particular series, a piece of media, book, whatever that we're talking about is the best. Because uh-huh. we've already done this twice before. And uh, to do it a true. third time is a disservice to myself, to Brandon, and I think to you. It's just disrespectful well, at this point. Well, you know, here at Your Favorite Character Sucks, that's what we do. We, we repeat the process over and over until we have multiple winners. And then at the end of the season, we have a best of the best episode where those winners go head to head to determine which character is the best from the entire season. Well, here's what I, Brandon Lee Nash, will tell you about this program, YFCS Pod, as we like to call it on the socials. I'm just here to argue with my friends about dumbass shit that most people uh-huh. don't really care about, but we do. And that's why we're here. <laughs> I love it. All right. Thank you, guys. On today's episode, Bob's Burgers. I don't know if Eredith, if you know Brandon. Yes, I know. Who does the podcast with us? Okay, okay. Well, he's he's here. I've met him in person like four times. Yeah, I think yeah. You've probably been to his house. I have been I to Ryan's his house. I think house. we rode back from Austin together. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. That does um, sound right. And then yeah. And then Emily is with us. Emily Augustine. Hello. I don't know who that is. Hello. She supposedly knows who Haley is though. Yeah, me and oh. Haley were in cross country together. Yeah, we definitely went to school together, and I maybe stayed at her apartment once. Oh, <laughs> Emily says she doesn't that? know. I don't know who lived with Megan in San Marcos. When we went to Six Flags? Yeah. No, that was with uh, Megan and Christina. And Christina? Okay. That's I figured it was probably Christina. I feel like you were there in spirit, though, Emily. I probably was. Okay, so we're here to talk about Bob's Burgers, to talk about the best character in Bob's Burgers. We had burgers for dinner. I don't know what y'all had. Uh, we had uh, we had enchilada casserole. However, we had plans to make burgers from the Bob's Burgers recipe book. Oh, man, yes. yeah. But then That's we had nice. burgers yesterday, so we were like, maybe we should wait and do those later. But we can tell you about well, the one we were going to have. Yeah, we can. What was, what was the one you were looking at? Okay, wait, hold on. We can tell you about the one we were going to have. All right, give us five minutes. <laughs> I don't know. She's just finding the, the correct page in the book. Yeah, that's all. It's a really big book. <laughs> it's practically the size of her. Of well, is it all the burgers of the day from yeah. the chalkboard? It's called, it is. Um, the Bob's Burgers Burger Book Real Recipes for Joke Burgers. But Emily and I would have upset Bob with our burgers because we had, what does he call them? I had the Impossible Burger. You had the Impossible Burger and I had Turkey Burger, which he calls alternative meat. Oh, yeah. That's what Bob refers (laughs) to But did you have sweet potato fries? I did. (laughs) Oh, God. You have to leave, Emily. (laughs) Those are also a... Yeah, that's a huge no. It is. (laughs) They haven't even watched the show before, clearly. That's just some trendy nonsense. <laughs> that restaurants do to to hype up their prices. So did you figure out what that burger was? I did. It's the Don't You For Cheddar About Me Burger from season three, episode thirteen, Linda Pendant Woman. And what's the ingredients? 
Oh, God. But she already did that fancy book snap. <laughs> <laughs> don't open that book. I swear to God, don't and open that let me, book. Let me just slice through these pages. I hope you can hear them. Um, I know that there's cheese uh, in the hamburger meat. Yeah. All right. Well, also, uh, your your podcast, have y'all done every episode now? Uh, Yeah, we finished about like a year ago, I think. I thought so. Or a while ago. And actually... Parks we and ne- Rec. Yes. It's a Parks and Rec pod. And mm-hmm. we actually never, we have a couple unfinished businesses that eventually we'll have to attend to, but we have completed every episode. It's awesome. Yeah. So if you want to check it out, Parks and Rec Pod. And the, the, the cool thing about that show is that they have a guy who actually works in a parks department. Yeah, in, we, in, we keep him yeah. in a cage. <laughs> is he, but he's, is he still working in the parks department, right? Yeah, he's a he manages yeah. a, a parks facility. He, he manages or like a, a park rec in, in, he, in Austin. It's actually really? a rec center. Yeah. Sorry, that was a weird way to so say. So he it. he like relates to the episodes sometimes and stuff like that. Oh, it's pretty cool. Nice. In real life. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we've gotten the introductions out of the way. Well, actually, no, we didn't introduce. We didn't say your names yet. So this is Haley, uh, whose podcast is Parks and Rec, and that's my sister, uh, one of my sisters, who apparently likes Bob's Burgers a little bit. Mm-hmm. Favorite show. Yeah. A, a little bit. And then okay. And then my other sister, who doesn't have a podcast, which I don't know, I thought everyone had one, so. <laughs> but she's in college, I guess, so she's busy with that. Yeah. How's that How's that hashtag college life? Oh, God. Um, stressful. I have like three assignments due tomorrow, and I don't want to do them because they're just observation videos. So... So this is way better yeah. doing this. Why and, are you distracting her with the podcast when she has homework? <laughs> well, he's helping I mean, me procrastinate. It's fine. I tried to schedule around it. We we can't schedule D and D. We can't schedule podcasts. We can't do anything because everyone's so busy. All right. Well, uh, Bob's Burgers. Who's who wants to start by introducing their character? Which you know you should only do like maybe one or two minute of introduction. Just like this is who I'm choosing, and this is kind of the summary of why I think they're the best. Does anyone want to start in particular? Or I can I can do it if no one does. Y'all ready? Are y'all still there? Are we done? Yeah, we're just doing homework now. <laughs> Observation video oh, okay. time. Yeah. yeah. I got you. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll start then. I'm choosing, well, I'm not choosing. I'm telling you that Tina is the best character in Bob's Burgers. Why is she the best? I, I don't know. That's the other thing about this show is that like when I'm rewatching it, Tina is just ephemeral. Like just like the show is like I'm not ever really laughing out loud that much. But it just feels good to watch, and I laugh every now and then. And Tina, everything that she says makes me feel that way. So, like, you know, I just smile every time she speaks. And I, and I say she, she's voiced by a man, Dan Mintz, who also, if you listen to his comedy, some of his jokes are not even that funny, but it's just the way he delivers them that is hilarious. Like, he talks just like Tina. He's not changing his voice at all for that character. But yeah, I love Tina for a ton of different reasons. I'll get deeper into why later, but she just makes me feel good on a show that makes me feel good. So that's why I like her. I dressed up for her for Halloween like three years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic. Which was Halloween just the bob? Costume. Did you have like a I did wig? The, I did the wig because I bought that wig for something else and never got to wear it. And I was like, oh, I can be Tina. And then I just wore like a blue shirt and my chucks and... Skirt? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I did the whole like hunched over thing. <laughs> hunched shoulders. I was also Tina for Halloween one year and also the nice. other two co-hosts of my podcast were Jean and Louise. And we were no doing way. yes. Who's Louise? Sean. That's um, hilarious. And I made I made all of our costumes. So like I made his bunny ears out of a vi- like a pink visor that I cut mm-hmm. up into ears and added like foam. It was pretty rad. 
But it was cool because in the morning we went to Camp Gladiator in our costumes and like worked out in your costumes in our costumes <laughs> and then that evening we had a flag football game and then afterwards we went to like the flag football social because it was literally halloween and mm -hmm. uh we wore our costumes there and so then we were all in character at the bar so i was being tina like under the table at one point well, it was it was a fun time <laughs> looking at butts or panicking <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I love the way that the characters are designed. They're very, I think they're very popular Halloween characters, yeah. right? Bob's Burgers. And I was going to say that a, the guy who designed, when I was doing research, I, I read that the guy who designed the characters died just this past year. Mm. Oh, really? He had like a, a skydiving accident. Oh, Damn. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it was not like, you know, he didn't have a disease or something. He literally, there was some kind of accident when he jumped out of a plane. And like, That's terrible. Yeah, I did. <laughs> So yeah, I guess I don't know why I brought that up on this podcast. Bob's but worst fear. Yeah. <laughs> getting in a plane and jumping out. It does seem like a very non-Bob's Burgers thing to have yeah. happen, like being a skydiver yeah. or whatever. Never would happen on the show. God. Louise um, would do it. She would. But she'd be too young, so she'd have she, to like finagle Louise her way. Well, plane. Bob would also do it with her, but he wouldn't want to, so there's no Bob doesn't want to do anything except work. True, but he'll support the, his family. At the burger joint. Or rescue his family when they've done something they shouldn't have done. Which is exactly. a great segue to why Bob is the best character in the show. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's it. Oh. I mean, <laughs> I don't feel like I really need to say much. Bob is hands down the best character in the show. He's voiced by uh, H. John Benjamin, who's like one of my favorite voice actors. Cool. Has his I own love. show is about being John in a H. van. Benjamin? Is it John H. Benjamin or H. John Benjamin? <laughs> it, is one, it is one or the other. I'll look it up. And I'll edit myself saying the right one. Yeah, of course. Help me get a clean audio on that. John H. Benjamin. Okay. I'll add that in later if I got it wrong. <laughs> All right, cool. So that's it. You don't, we'll, we'll save the rest for later. Yeah. On Bob. Okay. This, the end of the podcast, she already declared. Oh, okay. So, so what else no can vote, it go? No vote. <laughs> Damn. It's either Tina or Bob. I think it's, it's unanimous. Be the episode. All right, who wants to go next then? I'll go next. So I'm going with Louise. Louise, I feel like. Some of the shenanigans that happen are because of her. So oh, tons of them, yeah, yeah. For also sure. because she's a plot driver for sure. Oh yeah, and for a nine-year-old, she knows a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of things, and and like how they work. <laughs> she's a mastermind. Yeah, yeah. She's an evil genius. <laughs> but that's why I'll go into more detail later. <laughs> Meredith Brandon, who's introducing next? I'll I'll introduce. All right, um, who you got, girl? Unlike everyone here, I actually think one of the side characters are That's true. one of the better ones. I mean, there's a lot of great side characters, but I chose regular sized Rudy because <laughs> he's regular sized. That's <laughs> for that, starters. <laughs> no, that, that's all. I mean, the, the name that's is, why he's best. It, does bring, it brings a smile yeah. to your face every time. It's I mean, so it's just, stupid. It is. It's like, why is that his identifier? But. Because he's I regular size. You don't, yeah. You yeah. don't need to identify someone who's regular size. But you do yes. because there's <laughs> there's another Rudy. Rudy. There's a little Rudy and there's the big Rudy and yeah. he's the regular sized one. Yeah. But who's Rudy? Yeah. Is there anyone with just Rudy? Well, yes, I do there remember because I just started the, I started over from episode one uh -huh. uh, last, like at the beginning of the week. Uh -huh. So there is an episode, I don't remember which one it is, but there's an episode where Louise, they're in the cafeteria and she knows everybody's name, but she puts... An adjective in front of everybody. Ah, okay. So she'll call them fat, like, whatever, big, tall, short, in front of their name. Okay. So then I was thinking, oh, is does he this just get that name? Yeah. Regular yeah. Do y'all, Erdeth, do you know? Is he? Is there actually a small Rudy and a big Rudy? 
There is. There is. There is an episode oh, okay. where um they're going on the bus. They're yeah, they're going on like a field trip and Louise, You guys like, aren't even fans of the show. Yeah, clearly. Someone signed <laughs> up with Rudy and Louise is like, Oh, I hope it's regular sized Rudy, and then it happens to be. And then the smaller Rudy, you can like hear his voice in the background. The fun thing about the <laughs> non regular sized Rudy's is they're always like a little bit off screen because the camera can't catch them because they're either too tall or too small. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I, I forgot about that. Well, look, this podcast, if y'all would ever listen to it, is me, the host. We're experts. Our guests are fanatics. So, like, for instance, <laughs> true. Emily was on our first episode ever, and she was, like, telling us shit about Harry Potter that we were like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, so our guests are supposed to know more than we know. We, we have some to, research. We have to be jacks of all trades. We're jacks of all trades. Yeah. yeah. All right, Brandon. All right. Bring I, it up. I will be doing Linda... You had to look at your phone to find out her name? No, I was looking up the, oh, shameful. the actor because she's also voiced by a man. Yeah, which yeah. I think I thought, Louise is the only one that's Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Correct. This, <laughs> this family with three women. Three women. Two of them are voiced by men. Mm-hmm. That's true. I but the uh, family across the street with four men, two of them are voiced by women. True. Yeah, the oh. Silverman the silver sisters. Yeah. Maybe yeah. the twins. All right, but anyway, Brandon, Linda. Similar to what you were saying about like the show just making you feel good. Definitely. Like Linda is just my favorite character because so pleasant. Everything she does is just funny to me. While still somehow maintaining being a good mom, she's always like down to clown mm-hmm. and just ridiculous. For sure. And I think she's the perfect partner to Bob and yeah. I don't know, all of her antics just make me laugh. Linda is life goals. Like, I want to grow up and be a mom who is just like Linda. She's singing random shit all the time. Yeah, she gives no fucks. Yeah. She, she doesn't have... Yeah, she has no shame. Time. She yeah. has no shame. Yeah, she doesn't care. But yeah. I would like to mention that all of the songs the family sings is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's it's a very musical show. So, actually, I discovered if you go on hulu to rewatch everything I, I don't know if, if it's anywhere else actually but if you when you're looking at the episodes and you click over to the right one it's like all of their musical episodes in one little section oh because so they have, have they have through. full musical episodes yeah yeah Damn. yeah there's a bunch of them there's more yeah. than i realized i think the guy who made the show like just loves music and yeah. loves putting it in the show yeah well and i think it hit it off too because like the first couple seasons there's not as much singing but then after that they started incorporating it in at least at the end of every episode because i think people just oh, yeah. really Broadway. liked it <laughs> Yeah, to the yeah, extent well, that they even have an album of it, which, in fact, Edith is holding in her hand right now. They <laughs> made a vinyl. It's music album volume number two. So I don't know what so, yeah, number you, one there's is. There's more than one volume. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. I mean, this is a good 90 songs on here. I think it's more than 90. No, there's not. Yeah, there is. I mean, 90, 90 songs. I guess they're all it's short. Like Volume one minute, two one is numbered songs. all the way one to Actually, 90. Actually, there's Holy like cow. four Damn. songs on here that are three minutes long because they remastered some of the songs from the show and actually made them <laughs> full-fledged songs. This sounds insane. <laughs> Plus, the musical episodes have full songs. True. I was about to say who's buying this, but then I realized y'all have it in your hand. Yeah, right no, now. we're holding this <laughs> physical <laughs> album. Yeah, I bought it like it's two weeks ago. So yeah, throughout this episode, we'll tell you other items that we have in the room. Yes, yeah, so oh, we have God. a lot of Bob's Burgers <laughs> merch. Slow unspooling of it. <laughs> But you know what's funny is you said that you wanted Linda to be 
like that's what you want to be for a mom or whatever. Yeah. But Louise actually hates Linda, and Louise is the character you're arguing for. I know. She's a daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. But she actually, uh, there's an episode down the line where they finally, like Linda's trying so hard. Is it the episode where they're trying to relate? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Louise hates it. Were they going to like a birthing class or something? Yeah. Or like a rebirthing class? Yes. I can't remember. It's you know why Louise hates it? Because you can't force that shit. Let her love Linda the way she wants to love Linda. Exactly. I don't necessarily agree with that comment. She does like, she doesn't hate Linda. She does like her, but she likes her in mm-hmm. a way that she likes messing with her. That is their yep. relationship and their bond. Yeah. Well, I think Louise likes messing with everybody. I think that Linda. She doesn't like to admit her feelings ever. Yeah. That's true. She's yeah. very. Um, She's tough. Shelled. I think that's why she likes hanging out with Bob because yeah. Bob's like. Bob doesn't ask her to, to reveal herself. <laughs> yeah, or, he just or wants her to yeah. watch spaghetti westerns and hang out. True. Yes, that's what I was going to bring up where they're like, and then they end up hiding in the slide and they realize that Gene and Bob have the same smell fart. <laughs> and then so Louise tries to fart, but it comes out like a little toot. And Bob's like, that smells like Linda's. And he, she's like, no. <laughs> Taken after your mother. Yes. In the, in the stupidest way. Yes. God dang it. Um, but, but yeah, that episode, she, I mean, I think the reason she doesn't like, I think the, the problem she has with Linda is that Linda doesn't have any shame or doesn't care. And Louise wants to get a reaction out of people. And Linda doesn't react the way that she yeah. wants her to. But she can, she does frustrate Bob. Like, even though she likes Bob. Yeah. She likes to piss him off and make him upset. And he gets upset. Like, he gets frustrated very easily. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why she she just, she just doesn't know how to uh, frustrate her mom the right way, maybe. Because yeah. Louise will do something cynical to someone. And then Lewinda, <laughs> Linda will be like, oh, my little baby, yeah. my sweet baby. Linda can find like... the good in every moment. <laughs> yes. Like, she always can find the light, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's just that. Haley and I watched the season premiere of season 12. Mm-hmm. 12, and 13, 11, who knows? Humble brag. Oh, yeah. We watched yeah. it last night. We watched what it last night? 13.1 is out. I haven't watched it yet because um, I was saving it. <laughs> but during that episode, like, Louise reveals that she thinks she's outcasted or weird or not normal because she isn't into girly girl things, which I think is another reason why she kind of envies Linda because Linda is like let's do your hair let's put on this dress like let's yeah yeah and Bob is like girl I don't care do what you want Mm -hmm. so I think that also plays into this she kind of has like a identity crisis well Louise is like pure chaos like literally she wants to like if she was a D&D character she's like chaotic evil yes (laughs) true yeah she wants to like destroy the business yeah she wants like she wants everything to fall apart I mean you learn that in like the first five minutes of episode one where she changes the name of the burger to the child molester it comes with candy yeah yeah but yeah I think that's why she uh she can mess with people who want order and I think Linda doesn't care as much like she's she's chaotic neutral if she's chaotic at all I don't know but but like Bob needs order and then like other people who need order like Mr. Frond are like perfect springboards for Louise yeah. because he ha- thinks that there's a system and a way to deal with people and she loves to fuck with him. That um, is my favorite parts of Bob's Burgers is how much Louise just fucks with Mr. Frond. I like, love it. It's, it's one of my favorite interactions for sure. coming from a teacher background. Yes. Yes. I think that's it. He's like... He's so, all he wants to do is like be the best guidance counselor he can uh-huh. be. And Louise knows that. Yes. 
And, like, there's an episode where they... I think it was the one when Bob is in the wall. So she convinces yes. Mr. Braun that, <laughs> that Bob dead. died. Yes. And he's going... He's like, oh, I need my... The crisis crayons. And she's like, yeah. yes, the crisis crayons. Bring them. I'm going to draw lots of pictures. Yeah. <laughs> like, so she's, she just stirs him up. And it's... And she gets what are, so What are some much of his doll's it. names? Haley and Eric, you know, y'all know his doll's names? Something Emily. One of them has Emily as the name. They're always, like... It might be distressed Emily. They're usually, like... Sad Sally, or yeah, like, yeah, stuff like There's that. There's one that's like Miss. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a perfect point. I'll look, I'll look up his doll's names. He's one of my favorite characters. I I almost picked him if I was gonna go for a side character. I would pick Mr. Frond. And Haley, you remember the the counselor like in our elementary school that we went to? Yep. That we saw every now and then. Yeah, that it reminds me of that. Like we had a counselor in elementary school who had puppets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and literally, like I I remember that, and I was like, this is so funny. Like it's this show is also very relatable too. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Did you ever use um, the puppets, though? Yeah, like, the, she would role-play with the puppets and, like, role-play, like, you know, oh, this puppet stole from that puppet and, like, you know, what yeah. happens and that kind of oh, thing. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't... Did she come to the classroom and do it, like, in front of everybody or was this a... No. Did you get called no, this in? Was a, this was a private session. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a kid, for a, for a Did bad you steal kid, some yeah. shit? No, it wasn't, like, stealing. That was just my made-up example. It was probably, like... This dog's mad at that animal, and so you know how does she deal with that or whatever you know. Oh, this is so. a a related tangent, but not related to Bob's Burgers. <laughs> one time, my mom worked at the elementary school we were at, and one time, I'm pretty she sure did. me, Jonathan, and our brother Matthew all were in the office at different times throughout the day, and then like <sighs> some of the teachers were like, "Dang!" <laughs> like she, she, it was like, "Oh, this is the it's third time you're getting called in for a different child." We were like, oops. Not a good look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I want to get back to Tina eventually, but I don't want to let other people get a chance to talk, so. I had one thing, only because I watched this episode last night, and I it relates to Luis's hat for mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. And it's the one where the, I can't remember the kid's name now, but, like, the teenager, the teenager? steals her. Because she kind of, I think they actually have, like, a little bit of a thing going on later. Like, she likes him or something, maybe? Uh, I can't remember if it's the same guy. Who's the, the teenager that, that took Louise's hat? Oh, she does not That's like that That's Logan. Guy. She doesn't like Logan. Logan? She likes okay, Boo Boo yes. okay. from She has a crush on band. somebody, though, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. Boo Boo. Oh. Boo Boo. She's like One Direction. Boys, oh, yeah, boys yeah, yeah. for okay, now. Boys for now. So yes. Logan Logan just messes with her or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Logan's just yeah, well, yeah, a Logan, jerk. Yeah, Logan like, picks on her, and she has she goes crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to find her hat and she gets the biker gang to show up and like <laughs> yes she is in control of the situation the entire time like the the dudes on the bikes are just standing behind her like yeah we got you and she's like they're gonna cut your ears off because you stole mine like i i think that i think that biker guy has a relationship with louise like continuing on throughout the series yeah like she um, just call she up talks to him all the time the biker gang's the one-eyed snakes and they come back in like yeah. a later episode because in that episode, they have a baby mm-hmm. in the bar. Sidecar. Yeah, yeah sidecar. <laughs> and then in a later episode. Sidecar. <laughs> and they give Because um, Logan's mom was there and his dad is the doctor. So his, Logan's dad has to like birth the child in the middle of the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. So like after that episode, the one-eyed snakes, only they the female. a couple times. There's, oh, there's a couple different appearances of them. But yeah. I then, remember seeing that, that guy with the handlebar mustache. Like he comes yeah. back and, and yeah, talks to Yeah, he probably does. Ones. But then later they have a surprise baby shower. For another member in the gang. And she mm-hmm. has the baby at the stools. At the stools. So now they've had a baby in the booth and at the stools. So it's pretty great. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 
I also think that that episode where the baby's born at the stools is my favorite episode of all time. Oh, really? What what yeah. sets it apart? Bob ha- is having like a burnout in that episode, oh, yeah. and so he gets kicked out of the restaurant, and he has to go. He like finds himself at sev- at Patricia's seventy seven sandwiches. And ends up working with her. And I just absolutely, I I don't know why I love that episode. I think it's mainly because of the song they have at the end. That's what I'm saying. There's some episodes of the show that like I love and I can't even put my finger on it. It's just when I watch it, I leave the episode feeling good. Like it's just, they always are just nice episodes. But yeah, for Louise, I put that she's a profiteer, a prankster, and she's insecure and she's a daddy's girl. Those are the things that I put about her. Mm. Always trying to make money, always trying to fuck with people. Yes. And that's why her and Mr. Fish Odor get along yes. pretty well because they both are. Oh, I just watched where they're delivering blueberries, quote unquote blueberries. It's supposed to be like a. They're, they start, the kids get fired because Bob realizes that he worked his child, entire uh, childhood. Yeah, yeah. So he fires the kids and they end up working on a weed farm, but mm-hmm. they don't know that they're on a weed farm. So they're, Tina's delivering weed. Oh, yes, I remember. That's fucked under up. Under the blueberries. That woman is... She has no idea what she's doing. But there's a, the woman is employing them. She knows... Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. fucked up kind of, right? She's letting kids <laughs> sell her drugs. Well, I think this lady, that lady is okay with just doing that because her kids also worked at the farm whenever they were younger. Yeah. Like you can see the yeah. photos within the room. So I don't think it was a big problem for her. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Like they went, they get fired, like how Bob has to take a break. Yeah, it is. And they find another job. They both, it happens to all of them. They just end up working somewhere else. They don't actually take a break. Yeah. What about Mr. Fish Odor? Also, if you're going to mention Mr. Fish Odor, mention Felix as well. They're a duo. Yeah. We were talking about this last night that. The those characters together are way more hilarious than than they before are before Felix was introduced. Yeah, when they're by themselves, that's true. But I, Kevin Klein is the voice actor oh, for that makes Mr. Sense. Fish Odor. But yeah, his brother is voiced by Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, which I another feel thing like, about the show, great voice acting. I feel like Kevin Klein, in my opinion, like I see him very being very kind of like theatrical and silly for and sure. like willing to throw himself in. So. That's the other thing about this show is like there are other shows like The Simpsons where people, they try to get like actual actors and stuff to or different celebrities to play their themselves on the episode. And then like Family Guy where it's like all the voices are done by like three people. Yeah. This show does a really good job of finding people who have like extraordinary voices. Kevin Klein has such a great voice. Will Forte plays a few characters. He's got such a good voice, like distinct voice. Yeah, um, Aziz. Aziz Ansari, he's got a good yeah. voice. Megan Mullally um, and so- Sarah Silverman. Yeah. And Ginny Slate, love Ginny. Oh, I was going to say the episode Erdith was talking about with Patricia and her sandwiches is uh, Tiffany Haddish. Mm. Her voice really fits the role of Patricia. Like, I love her Patricia's as a character, fun. and I want her to come back. I like uh, Billy Eichner, too. Oh, yeah, and Billy Eichner plays one of the teachers. Yes. He's the he librarian. Is. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, a librarian. It's so funny because on his things, he's so loud, mm-hmm. but then in the show, he's the librarian, and he's, like, telling the kids to be quiet, but yeah. then he's like, won't help them find books. He's, like, but oh, then he'll whisper there. stuff like, at them, but, like, yeah. not a quiet whisper? Yeah. <laughs> I really love the teachers. That's that's the other thing about this show too is like good voice actors and also very relatable. But I feel like I don't know. I feel like the guy who made the show must be like super down to earth, like had a very normal like like upbringing because he just like does such a good job of connecting things 
that counselor, like nailing that counselor character and nailing certain teachers. Like all the characters are so specific. A lot of the times it's funny just because they're hilariously normal. Like they are exactly who they should be. And it's really funny. Oh yeah. So Megan Mullally's character, she plays Gail. Gail. Gail's my other favorite. <laughs> I so love Gail so much. Yeah, I was going to mention Gail's yeah. a very good reoccurring character. One of my favorite songs in the show is the Topsy episode, actually, where we were talking about the librarian, where Gail and Mr. Fishoder sing to each other. Do they have a relationship, Gail and Mr. Fishoder? Um, they're about to make out, and then Gail gets too weird, and he's like, never mind, I'm on a backup. <laughs> yeah, and then she kind of gets like upset a little bit, but that's okay, because Gail is will Gail? make out with anyone. <laughs> yes. She does I, date I Mr. Love- Frond. Oh yeah, for like a little bit. For a few oh, episodes, yeah, she does. yeah. yeah. And Hugo. she met him like online. Doesn't she or get something? together with Hugo for a second? Probably. I, I I like the Doctor Yap episode, the um the dentist episode where they oh, try to they, they went skiing. They try to hook Gail up with that, but she like is falling for Bob or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. that's weird. Um, oh yeah, because he's on anesthetic <laughs> or anesthesia. Episode. And like yeah. accidentally kisses her. All the Yap episodes are yes. weird though. Yeah. <laughs> Yap as a character. Yeah. Oh, he's the best. With him too. <laughs> Tina. Tina loves Yap. Yeah. yeah. He does. All right. I'll talk about Tina now because yep, yep, there's yep, so yep, many yep. great things about Tina. First of all, I think she's like a neuroatypical <laughs> character, right? Like she's, there's something, she thinks differently than everybody else. She yeah. talks slower than everybody else. Like she's just a different person. Yeah. But then even inside of that, she's also like a teenager. Like she has so much um, an excessively horny teenager she's, that she's doesn't gotta, know yeah. what to her do. Her sexuality with is out of control. <laughs> like no joke, if she was a male character, her behavior would come off even more predatory. I think yeah. she's a predator a lot of times. Like there's times yeah. where she's like literally spying on naked boys yes. and stuff. And I was like, this is this. If this was flipped, if this was different gender, it would be, it would be very. Okay. I mean, it shouldn't be okay anyway, yeah. right? But for some reason, because it's Tina, it's, her, it seems more uh, harmless. I don't know. Her erotic friend fiction. Oh my god, <laughs> I love her obsession with like horses and zombies. <laughs> she, she, yeah, she's so, she's so like a sex positive character. And uh, I mean, I know she's a teenager, but it's an animated show. It's you know, yeah. they don't go. I don't think they go too far with it, but. No, uh, she just yeah, does her love... uh, her friend fiction with zombies. Yeah, yeah the erotic friend fiction. Is, uh, I, I love it. Too far. <laughs> I don't think it's far enough. <laughs> when she reads it out loud to the school, it's yes, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. she's like, I'm really going to go for it and embrace it. And, it, well, yeah. and Linda's just supportive, like, okay, sweetie. Well, and then later realizes, oh, shit. Yeah, that's the other thing I love about Tina is that she also is very brave, like, she mm-hmm. goes for stuff. She puts herself out there all the time. Yeah. I love her character. Like, there's so much to admire about her. Um, and it's hilarious because, like, Louise doesn't really appreciate her. She just kind of uses her as a tool a lot of times. Yeah. But um, she always she's so does come to her rescue. Yeah. She does, yeah. yeah. They, well, and when times are tough, they'll support each other. Yeah. yeah. I think Jean is the only one who I don't really know what to say about Jean. Like, I don't really know. Jean is hilarious. He's got good one-liners, but he I don't does. know what his role is. He's just the middle child. Haley can attest. Uh, yeah. Okay, that explains a lot. It does. All right, Haley, you got this one. Okay, <laughs> here I go. Um, I think what Gene brings to the table is his ability to just like be in any situation and just do like weird shit and never be ungenie. You know? Yeah. And his he is very uh, much himself. He is, and he's very food motivated. Uh, so mm-hmm. he's easy music motivated it's easy to figure out his songs are terrible but he tries really oh, hard at them 
I was going to say he's talented. He, he does work yeah. a lot creatively. Have you heard his silent muffler song? Well, it's not actually <laughs> his, but... I don't recall. But, um, what is he, the, but what is the, the episode where he puts on that musical in the basement of the school? Work harder, die trying, oh, girl. That's yes. one of the best episodes. Yeah, yes. That's a yeah. very good episode. It's a fantastic it episode. But it's not just his song. It's also Courtney's songs as well because right. they merged. Yeah. Yeah. I was just before I went to work today. I was watching the the episode where he wants like Courtney shows up. It's like her first Bob's Burger episode, and convinces him to start dating her. But then everyone's like, no, 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 she's so annoying. So then he goes to her house mm-hmm. to break up with her and realizes his dad has all this really cool like piano technology ah. and all this stuff. And then he has he has to decide. If he breaks up with her, he can never play with all of these cool things. Mm -hmm. But if he stays with her, then he can come hang out with her dad. God dang it. I believe in that episode, the song Silent Love is made at her birthday party. Maybe. What is that? Silent Love? Oh, yeah, because she plays for... He's singing her song, like, because she was really annoying. And so he's saying... He's he's telling everyone... Yeah, like, it's a silent love (laughs) we have. And then she, like... Something happens with her heart... And then she fake dies in the hospital. It's like, it's a whole thing. Oh my God. Well, yeah. they turn it, they I, practical joke him. Yeah. The dad and the, the mom and her. The only thing I could find for Gene was like, I thought he was, when he made that musical, I thought that was pretty interesting and talented. And then he's got good one-liners every now and then. Like there's one thing I was, I, I wrote down that made me laugh out loud whenever Tina, he saves Tina's life at some point. Like he, like she's about to fall or something and he saves her. And he, she goes, uh, she goes, thanks, I owe you my life. And he goes, no thanks, I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Like, I'm good. He's, Don't he has need all it. the quips. Like, yeah. I definitely, yeah, I laugh out loud at some Gene one-liners. Yeah. And I think um, he has a couple, yeah. like, really good episodes. Like, the toilet episode is a is a great Gene episode. Um, and Where I, he finds the talking toilet. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> it's, like, E.T. style. Um, and that's really God fun. God dang it. And then I also love um, that he and so there's an episode where Linda has like things that she does with each child. And the thing that uh, she does, I believe, with Jean is that they go to this fancy hotel and poop in this fancy bathroom. Mm-hmm. And that's like their weekly tradition. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, yeah go, well, that's... they go, go to ahead. the hotel and then they also go to this like bakery and they take the free samples, but they're both banned. Yeah, they're not allowed. They're not they allowed to be there. The <laughs> yeah, get kicked out. Oh so wait, I think that very much encapsulates Gene. the The episode that I liked for Gene the most was when he, um, whenever Linda says something about like, oh, you know, your dad, you, you know, look a picture of your dad. He looked just like you when he was a kid, and then he's like, wait, am I gonna look like him when I get older? And then he decides to just cut his losses and become his dad yeah. on that episode. Yeah. And, and he so, uses all uh, the hair like that falls bob. off of Bob's body to do it. Yeah. Yes. 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 And Louise also like cuts a bald spot for him or and uh and helps him become uh oh, like, Bob. And Linda and, uh, plays into this oh, so Linda. hard. Oh man. Oh, yeah, I love it. Bobby. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, she, she loves it. <laughs> she loves it, but then Gene is like he's also like you know, we did a lot more fun things before we had these rugrats. And Linda's like, that's so true. And Bob's like, stop it, Linda. And she's like, what? He's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, he's just nailing it. And every time he's like, it's always about the kids. So he's always saying disparaging things about the kids, which is so funny because he is the kids. Yeah. So, like, the fact that he has... That's the other thing about Gene that I don't know if I like it or not. He 
has like all of these old references like Nakatomi Plaza the whole like um <laughs> like that's like like an 80s action movie like why does this kid know these yeah. references he he knows so many old like 80s references for some reason well that, that I don't think he should know you know yeah I no could dem- see that but to me he feels like the type of person that hangs out with a lot of like older generation people and mm-hmm. also, I feel like they probably have just a ton of like cassette tapes VHSs, that they play at yeah. VCR. Yeah, that's funny. I looked up a couple of the dolls. I can't find very many of them. Oh, nice! But nice. the the two that I found are Portion Control Joel or Portion Control <laughs> Joel. I don't know how to make it rhyme more. And then um, Repressed Memory Emily is the other one. Oh, my gosh. But there's definitely other ones. Like, I think there is a something Susie or something, but I can only find these two. But, yeah, Repressed Memory Emily. (laughs) Mr. Frond, he says his number one enemy is conflicts. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know. He's so insane. You know he's insane. He gave Gail a doll of herself on, like, their first date. Yeah. I watched I watched the episode where the kids read enough books and passed enough like reading tests. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, they, with Millie. That, yeah, that they get to go on that trip, and none of the teachers want to go on the trip. They don't want to do it. <laughs> right. So they they have Mister. It's like a mystery, and they have Mister. Frond destroy his own dolls, and they blame it on the students and say like, "Well, since the students destroyed these dolls, we can't go on the trip anymore." But it was Mr. Frond who did yes. it. And yeah, you're right, Erdith. Who was the girl that helped them solve the mystery? Millie. Um, she's the girl. more psychotic than... Millie. She's crazy, yeah, right? it's Millie. Yeah. Oh, she she's just obsessed with Louise's Louise. best friend. Yeah. And Louise is, like, terrified of her. That's Molly Shannon that voices her, too. Yes. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Millie and, and Molly Louise Shannon are is, best is crazy. friends. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, that's the other thing, too, is, like, because Louise keeps everything so close to the, to the chest, she, you know, she doesn't really let her emotions show... Anybody that she likes, she pretends like she doesn't like them. So, like, Millie, I think... It's Millie, right? Yeah. Yes. I no, think, she, I, I think she does grow to like her. She does not. Um, she, um... She, I think she does. I no, think she secretly she, does. Uh, Why well, can't I think of this word that means, like, you go back Tolerate? and forth? Oh. No. Like... Well, she kind of uses her... She does use her. I mean, Louise yeah. uses everybody. A that's, lot. that's her part of her character. Yeah. There I are, think she's kind of terrified of her because Millie, like, one-ups her... Psychoness. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, Millie is like terrifying. Like yeah. Louise doesn't actually like Millie. She does things moments. for Millie, like depending on the situation. But for the most part, Louise wouldn't just say, I'm going to go hang out with Millie. They don't like each other. That's no, no, no. Millie That's likes true. her. It's only well, when she needs her. Millie yeah. likes her. Millie and is Mil- obsessed. I think she- there are moments. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Okay. I think there are moments where Louise is connecting with Millie. But yes, overall, they do not have like Louise would would leave and never see Millie again if she could. I'm like 97% sure that Millie has a shrine of Louise in her room. Yeah, yeah. she oh, does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's like stalking her and but that I, freaks Louise out. That's like, she's like, okay, I know I'm crazy, but this is too much. <laughs> For well, good reason, the, though. Like if someone has yeah. a shrine of you in their room, run. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of... Um, what's Especially a nine-year-old. Hey Arnold with yeah, Helga. Helga. Oh yes. Helga and Louise, they they've got something in common. They like both keep their uh, emotions close to their chest. Or Tomboys. Yeah. So that they never appear to like anyone. Yeah. yeah. What was I gonna say? One relationship that Louise has is, that I think is really cool and interesting is um, regular size Rudy. So Eric, if you want to talk about that, Louise and regular size Rudy and their their thing. Uh, Louise and regular size Rudy. 
Yeah, they have like they have like a really tight bond, I think. Like Yeah, no, 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 they do. That's They're, probably her best friend. That is her best friend. Yeah. I don't think they call themselves that, but it's factual. It is. They go on like so one of the main reasons She corrupts him. Yeah. Kinda. That's why he always needs his inhaler. <laughs> yeah, but he knows when to pull back like he goes along with it, but he's always like, Hey guys, this is a thing. We should not do it. But then he gets cool into doing it. But then, he goes. But then it. he goes with it. Um, one of the main reasons I chose him is because he like these adventures are presented to him from the Belcher kids and he's like uh you know what definitely shouldn't but then like as Haley says he gives in and he goes Mm -hmm. and he sees it through he does he sees it through we were watching a Thanksgiving episode not that long ago yeah the peckoning Um, and like there's a tickle boat that killed a kid like the year before or something but regular sized rudy just like stays with the family and teddy through the whole thing and ends up having dinner with them as well it's just <laughs> really weird like where are your parents kid um dawn, yeah. dawn of the peck I dawn of the peck called. yes i regular sized rudy also like every time he comes into the scene he always like What's happening, my man? Like he's he's always got like a groovy like catchphrase or something to say when he comes in. Yeah, he's also an old man boy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. A lot of the characters are old souls, you know. Or like, so I picked him because he's down to have any adventure whatsoever, even though he has like his own health restrictions. He just brings an inhaler, and then he's like, "Oh, guys, wait, hold on." And in one of the episodes where they're on like a field trip and Bob is supposed to be watching over them and ends up sneaking out to find Louise and Rudy doing whatever they're doing. It was climbing mm. in the Amazon forest that was not ready to be shown. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Is that Rudy's first episode or no? That's later. No, I don't think so. I think so. it's one. Wait, whose first episode? Rudy's? Rudy? It's yeah. one of Rudy? the first ones. I think it's... He may have been introduced yeah. before that, but that's definitely the first episode that he's like involved in. Yeah. He also, Linda. For a stretch. Uh, well, it's in the backpack. It's in the I backpack, think. and he leaves it. And like during the whole thing, Louise, like at, near the end, Louise is like, "Oh, we can go and go get it. Like you need that." And he's like, "No, we have to see this through." And then just pushes through, and I'm like, "So you're gonna die?" Damn. But okay. <laughs> yeah. And. He's also in the uh, train episode with the chocolate. Oh, yeah, he is. Well, and that's such a good episode. That episode. His situation in that one is so sad. Um, well, yeah, his dad is. What's his situation? Hold on. Before we go to that, we need to circle back to Linda in this museum episode. Oh, yeah, true. But we'll, we'll, we'll circle back. So in the okay. train episode, Rudy's dad is like serial dating because he's trying to find someone because he's got divorced and is depressed and so like every weekend they go on this train ride and there's like a chocolate fountain that's served to the adults and it's a it's like a wine and train the funniest part is Mm -hmm. it goes across a straight track so it just takes you to the end of the straight track and then the train just goes back the other way back to the original destination Uh, but everyone's Mm -hmm. drunk on wine so they don't care but there's like a kid's <laughs> cart in the back and there's like oh my a God. beanbag chair oh. and I don't know, like a tub of blocks or something. And every day Rudy so has to sit there sad. by himself. I think oh, it's a beanbag no. chair and like a wooden crate. Or something. Say that yes. again. Oh my God. Aren't they trying to get like grape juice or something? Are they, they're trying to get the teenager. No, they want the chocolate fountain. To get yeah, the snacks. They're, they're trying to get oh. the chocolate. They use the grape juice like cart as a way to get out of the children's. Yes. Louise okay. devises 
a plan. A yes. crazy plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. And the reason they're on this train is because Bob and Linda are going on a wine tasting because Linda thought it would be fun. The train's going so slow that one of them falls off, right? And they like think they're going to die. And then they're like, ah, and then they land and they're like, oh, the train was going like 0. 0.0 miles an hour. And they just yeah. like climb back on. <laughs> it's very yeah. good. Isn't Rudy's dad like trying to meet yeah, he's like, yeah, the he's in and then in a later yeah. episode, his dad asked Tina to like water his plants. And so Tina's just like, oh, I have to take care of these plants. And it's a whole it's a whole mess with the plants. I don't oh even Tina gets obsessed. Yes. I don't even really know where the dad went. Did Tina's he go to very like I said, she's a neuroatypical and she just like she fixates on things. But then there's also things like motor skills that she cannot do. Like when they're <laughs> yeah. doing when they're doing Her like moments. the when they're doing like the patty cake, like the the games where you like uh, all of the songs are great. There's like ten different versions of them where they're yeah. like, I don't know, the bus driver said and blah blah blah, and they're doing like the hand thing. And Tina cannot do it. Like she looks at their hands and doesn't understand how their hands are moving that way, how they're coordinated and stuff. Yeah, and then Louise has to teach it really really slow. Yeah. Speaking of patty cake. Do you guys remember when Bob, when there's like professional <laughs> yes. patty caking and oh, Bob gets obsessed with it? He loves it. Yes. Yeah. It called, it's called cake or something. Yeah. Right? yeah it's like called caking cake. or cake. Yeah. And this is oh, another he, reason yeah, why Bob's it. the best. Yeah. Because he just gets Bob obsessed with like the weirdest uh, things and he gets so he into care them. About anything. Yeah, Except but then cake. W- no, but what he cares about, he cares about so deeply and so passionately, at, at like an emotional and emotional right. Level. Like yeah. the episode yeah. where um he's like watching this guy grow cucumbers in his basement. Oh yes, and Bob is like every day. So this guy's posting like every day like an update about the cucumbers growing in his basement, and Bob like Good anxiously Lord. waits to log into his computer so that he can see the growth of this cucumber <laughs> over the past night. I love how he talks to all the food too. Yeah, oh, and yeah, that gives them oh, yeah, that is so like weird. He does that. He doesn't do that. Not everything. just with food, he does that with everything, though. Yeah, that's true. He gives voices to everything. To the oven. Yeah, I was going to say in the, like, the all the holiday episodes, he is, like, obsessed with making the turkey perfect. Thanksgiving is his yeah. favorite holiday, and he yeah. doesn't understand why nobody else likes it. Gene loves yeah. it. All of the Thanksgiving episodes are, like, top tier compared to a lot of the they're other very episodes. good episodes yeah they yeah. just like the christmas episodes are like wow you're festive cool but the thanksgiving episodes are like oh my gosh this turkey just got shot what the hell is happening yes <laughs> <laughs> that um, was such a weird one too at mr fish odor's house so strange. oh yeah so strange that was a weird one i think some every now and then they do crazy things that are not relatable you Which know most of the time yeah. the show stays pretty centered but uh, where like Mr. Fish Odor, is that the one where he like That's makes Mr. Fish Odor makes oh convinces Linda and her kids to be his yeah. quote unquote family so to make his ex wife jealous. Get this old lady, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also there's the episode where all the people, all the stores that he owns are competing. Oh, because yes. they they don't want him to raise their rent, and there's yes. a water and then he like That's distracts nice. them with a game instead, <gasps> and then yes, at the end they're like, that. wait a second, he's tricking us, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's what I thought y'all were talking about. That's not that episode. Oh the, no. The turkey getting shot. And then that, yeah, no, I, that one's crazy. I was talking about too. the whole like Linda being a part of Fish Odor's family to impress. And then Bob's totally supposed to be that. like the cook yeah. and he's trying to like have them sneak back into the kitchen and have like like Thanksgiving moments with him because it's yeah. his favorite yeah. holiday. Mm-hmm. And then he gets oh, drunk on oh, absinthe. Absinthe, yeah. Oh my God. So he's like hallucinating Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Musical things. My favorite, I don't, yeah, my favorite moment where Bob makes something talk 
talk is I think he's in Dr. Yap's office and he makes one of the like drills talk (laughs) and the dental assistant, she, she goes, please put that down. That's not a toy. Yeah. And then she walks out and she peeks her head back in and goes, and that's not how that sounds. Yeah. That's not not its voice. (laughs) It's so funny. But also relatable. Like if you feel like a certain thing has a certain voice, when someone Uh, does it wrong, you're like, I guess so. Yeah. No, don't you have a voice for, do you not have a voice for Mara? I don't. I don't even talk tomorrow. <gasps> Are you joking? <laughs> Everyone gasped together. Yeah, <gasps> that's messed up. It's my dog. I don't... Well, so my kids can play with her. Merlin, which is our dog, he has a voice. She was your first kid. She was your first kid. Merlin has she a was. Voice. Yes, Merlin yeah, has a voice. Now she she's to entertain the kids, and the kids are to entertain her. So first kid, worst kid. Yeah, she was a trial kid. We don't want her anymore. She's the gene. No. No, Tina's the um, oldest. <laughs> well, I meaning she's a gene as in she's like outcasted and how she's treated. The, uh, the black sheep of the family. Well, her name is Mara Jean, so. Oh, no. One of uh, Mr. Franz dolls is distract his friendzo Lorenzo. Distract his friendzo Lorenzo. <laughs> That's a great That's one. Chucky. And then the other one that I was thinking of is misunderstood. Mm. Misunderstood. Yeah. That one's not as great, but it's fine. I think that one's that one's the only one that um, is just a pun, right? The other ones are like rhymes. Yeah. The other ones are rhymes, but that one's the only one that's a pun. Yeah, but nobody's name is that, so it's less... I don't feel as connected to that doll. I gotcha. Yeah. There's not a real name in there. She just I gotcha. doesn't... I just She's don't so connect with her. It's less personal. No one understands yeah, her. Yeah, y'all, y'all just <laughs> yeah. don't understand her. Exactly. Yeah, and I think I never can. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt the program, folks. This is Jonathan here. Just wanted to let you know that if you're enjoying the Bob's Burgers episode, stay tuned. At the end, we will vote on the best character in all of Bob's Burgers. And if you have enjoyed the episode, you should also check out some of our other episodes. We've done other animated shows like Futurama or Avatar The Last Airbender, BoJack Horseman. We've also covered dozens of other popular stories like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars, and even video games like Kingdom Hearts and World of Warcraft. So if you like what you hear, subscribe to the podcast, check out some other episodes, follow us on social media at YFCSPod, and uh, let your friends know about us. All right, let's find out who the best character is in Bob's Burgers. Brand, I don't know if you have anything else. I, I, Because I do, I love Linda too, but I'm, I'm trying to think like what, what else can be said about her. I just she's so excited. I feel like in everyone's conversation about their character, there has been a connection to Linda. She's supportive. She yeah, she just like plays off of the family so well. And like I said, she's always just down for the antics, even <laughs> with her kids. But is it because she's gullible sometimes? Like I feel like sometimes she doesn't know that she's. I mean, she yeah, of, I'm sure, silly. but I, I also feel like she just doesn't care. There's yeah. one time, I can't remember the other lady's name that comes in. She's um, no shame, but, yeah. but she like loses 15 pounds or whatever, and Linda is like pushing her out the door. And she's like, she's like, okay, yeah, great, you look great. Okay, bye, see you later. <laughs> she's like, because all the guys that are sitting in there, like Moore and Teddy, they're all just like, wow, you look great. And Linda starts to get really jealous and oh, mad. Oh, man, really? But, yeah. Even though she's so skinny. Yeah. The only time I ever saw Linda get upset is uh, the episode with um, Luis, where Luis and her are butting heads. I didn't. I don't remember any other episodes. Yeah. Oh, there's a... Because normally she's so easygoing. Okay, well, the, the girl's diet. name is Gretchen. 
Gretchen, yes. Gretchen for who? Um, they're, Gretchen that's is just the her name. Like, sloppy, crazy one. That's uh, that's Linda's friend with like the blonde hair, oh. and she does. She yeah, works out like I think the beauty parlor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, there well. is another episode where Linda does get upset. Um, mm-hmm. sh- the kids are like trying to get out of PE, so they sign up for like a swim class, oh, and they say that Linda's yes. the instructor for. Um, <laughs> I can't think uh, of it. Water for aerobics? synchronized yes. swimming. Synchronized swimming. Yes, synchronized yes, swimming. Yes, that. And like Bob points out, like Linda, they're using you, and she's like, "No, yeah, like, they're not using over. me." Oh dang! She realizes it. Yeah, yeah and then she, she realizes gets, she it, and then him. she gets upset. She, she reminds me a little bit of Mimi. I could see Linda that. Does. Same. Yeah, Mimi is a Linda. Yeah, Mimi is very like gullible and supportive, and but also, but she, Mimi? Like a, yeah, like I said, but Mimi is also down with the antics sometimes yes, too. She is all the time. Okay, even if she doesn't yeah, know what's going a, on, she's like, "Oh, you guys." Well, is yeah. Mimi a Linda yeah. or yeah, is she she's a Teddy? Just willing to goof around with the kids. Like no, this is my like, grandmother. Just one story that is kind of Linda Jason is yeah. Like we were in like a drive-through line, and she's like, "What do y'all want?" We're in the back. We're like. 14 years old and we're like uh, to ask him if we can get the Boshanky burgers like, <laughs> <laughs> and she goes uh, yeah can we get the Boshanky burgers and she she asked no, like, no she, hesitation no hesitation didn't but ask what it was and then, <laughs> she probably didn't say it like that though she probably said can we get those oh. Boshanky burgers she's got to go oh my gosh and, and then so I was, I was thinking about the Space Jam toys and I was like ask them if they have the magical basketball player toys and she's like, she's like, do y'all still have the magical basketball player toys? Like, she knew oh that that was bullshit. Like, she must have known. And she was just doing it so straight. Um, and there was one time, I, I don't want to go off for too long on this, but this is another story. No, best hilarious. character is this actually This is the whole podcast. Yeah. yeah, let's just talk about me. Let's change it. Um, Erica and I, we went to a haunted house with all of our friends in, like, college. Oh, God. <laughs> Erica and I get back early. And Mimi's there, and she's like, we should prank them. Oh my and, gosh. and we're like, what do you want to do? And she's like, we'll get some ketchup and we'll pretend that I got killed and I'll go like hide. I do remember this. <laughs> and, and I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, she went I, real I was extreme. Saying, I was the Bob in the situation. I was like, no, this is horrible. I don't want to do this. They're going to call 911. Well, I, just, I was like, I don't want to do this. And Erica was like super excited about this. She was the so, Linda as well. Yeah. So, or the Louise, maybe. And I was supposed to pop out whenever they go to, like, care for Mimi. Like, here's the thing. Mimi lays down in the driveway. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And she's got ketchup all over her. They come back at 11 o'clock at night, and they don't see her. They almost run her over, pulling into the driveway. Oh, God. And then they don't see her, and they just go, and they start making, like, a campfire and stuff. Like, it literally takes, like, 10 minutes. I started whispering to Mimi. I was like, Mimi, they're not not coming or whatever. And Mimi goes, help. Oh, yeah. And just starts moaning and like help and stuff like that. It's so it was so random. But she almost got ran over by a freaking car because of this stupid idea. Just for a prank. It was so dumb. She was committed. Like if that was the way that she died, I would have been insane. God. It would have been awful. And that's why I was against it the whole time. That's yeah, you went along with it, Bob. I just did it, yeah. But uh, very yeah, very upset about it, complaining the whole time. Um Bob on their uh, on their honeymoon goes not the honeymoon uh, their anniversary always goes to like the same restaurant, and uh, and Linda wants to do something more exciting so she wants to go do like a a plane ride and he's like you know oh he's like and that like hot guy yeah pilot. oh yeah I that's Will Forte. That. <laughs> uh, I love Will Forte. 
well, he's like, you know, we know that the food at that restaurant is good. So I we only get like one special day. We should spend it doing the thing that we know is good, which yeah. is like very Bob, you know, like just do the thing that I like and, and comfortable with, you know? <laughs> and then, yeah, Linda goes on the plane ride and then he uh, is the guy that takes them to the Quickie Kiss It Island. It's yeah. called like, it's like a, a Native American name, but they call it Quickie Kiss It because people go there to make out <laughs> and he pretends to crash the plane and then tries to uh, get her. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but in a very anyway. Linda fashion, she's just about yeah. drinking the wine and eating the food. And he's trying to oh, she eats all yeah. the food. She's very gassy. Yeah. Like, the whole time she's just fully being yeah. Linda. And he's like <laughs> yeah. trying to seduce her and not yeah. working. Just so we all and know. And he's just bouncing off. His no name idea. is. It's bouncing off her. The guy's name is Upskirt Kurt. Upskirt Jesus. Kurt. Yes, it really is. Ugh. And Jean, I think, goes, was mom wearing a skirt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because doesn't like uh, doesn't the mailman come in, Mike the mailman, and he's like, oh, you can't let her go there. That's oh, Or is I, it, who is it that comes in? No, I think it's, it's fish odor. He comes and says something about it. And then Bob, he doesn't care, though, but Luis stirs it up and she's like, oh, you know, mom's going to be leaving you and stuff. And so so then he's like, all right, well, let's go meet her at the dock. Like she's supposed to be coming back now. So then they go to the dock and that's when they run into Gus and mm. Gus tells them even more information. But I love Tina on that episode, too, because that Tina, she's excited about the idea of a of quickie kiss it island. And she like daydreams about flying around and kissing boys in a heart shape. Like all the boys are laying in a heart shape in the sand and she's kissing each one. I mean, that's um, how it is in real life. So I get why she was yeah. imagining that. She She's, uh, yeah, like I said, very sex positive, very like... Uh, Jimmy Jr. She loves Jimmy Jr. Yeah. yeah. But what's the but one she's... where like she finally, it's her birthday. I think it's in season one. It's her birthday and she finally gets her first kiss from uh-huh. Jimmy Jr. And then, or no... Maybe it was the Goonies episode. She gets her first kiss. I think they kiss on her birthday. They do. Something where like he, Jimmy Jr. comes up to her and says something and she's like, well, I don't know. She tries to be all like feminist and then, so he like turns around to walk away. Yeah. She is feminist too. She watches his butt. She's a feminist icon. (laughs) Tina, Tina is a feminist icon for sure. Yeah. But nobody loves uh, Jimmy Jr. more than his friend. What's his friend's Zeke. name? Zeke. Zeke. <laughs> Zeke loves Jimmy Jr. the most. Jeju. Oh Zeke also uh, loves Tina, though. Yeah, te- Zeke does have oh, a crush on Tina. He's got a crush yes, on Tina. he does. But also, a Jimmy. hot take, um, Jimmy mm-hmm. Jr. sucks. I don't think it's a hot oh, take. Jimmy Jr. That's straight no, up. Jimmy Jr. Yeah. sucks. He, He's his the dad worst. sucks, he sucks. Yeah. I want to yeah. see more of Josh, which is like... The dancer Tina's boy. dancer boy that Tina kind of dated, and then he with the oh. finger bandaid. Yeah, with the finger bandaid in the milk aisle. Uh, the one of the Tina episodes that I liked was she went to that to go try out for that boy band. Like she dressed up as a boy to go try out for that yes, boy band. Yeah. Because boys for now. Yeah. Boys for boys for now. <laughs> for now. Yeah. yeah. There will be men later. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, because the one that uh, Luis loves drops out of the band. Boo-boo. So they're, they're like having yeah boo boo. They're having tryouts. And uh, she has like a meet cute with this guy and she's like, he's the one I'm in love with him. And they're like, Tina, you, you fall in love with everybody. And she's like, no, I don't. That's so before she the tryout. As a boy. And then she has like 10 meet cutes at the trial. Like <laughs> yeah. at the trial, she just keeps running into new boys. And then she realizes, yeah, I am, uh, yeah. you know, I just fall boy for everybody. Crazy. I'm boy crazy. Yeah. yeah. That part's great too. Cause she's like zoning out, singing the songs in her head. And all the yes. guys are just like, yes. um, okay now. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. They drop napkins. Like she runs into him and she throws all the napkins up in the air. 
And then God, she brings the them inside so like funny. they're fine. And then Bob's just like, "What? what is all this? I can't remember what she, she says to him when she leaves. It was so funny. But I was thinking about Zeke. On the episode where they where uh, Mr. Franz puppets get messed up, they're saying, like, until someone comes forward, we're canceling the trip. And Zeke, crying, comes forward and he goes, he goes, uh, it was me, Mr. Frond, or whatever. And 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 Jimmy Jr. is like, you don't have to do this, Zeke. And he goes, I'm doing it for you, Jeju. You're going on that trip. You're going to go on that trip. He goes, it was me. And he, like, takes the fall. And it's, it's so dramatic. Yes. And the whole time, like, no one believes that Zeke really was the one who did it. But he's, like, crying in the middle of this hallway, like, calling out for Jeju. It's so funny. And they were, like, on the wrestling team or something. Yes. God, dude. I, I, Zeke is hilarious, too. He's a great character. Um, I put Bob is a neutral good. He doesn't care if you break the law even. As long as it's a law, he's like, okay with. He's that, friends with uh, the guy who robbed him. Yeah. yeah. Mikey is the guy who great. They also oh, have the not Mikey. Uh, Mickey. insurance fraud Mickey. episode. Yeah. He does a speakeasy. Yeah. Bob is also, he just wants to make it through the day and not have any complications or anything go wrong. <laughs> yeah. But at the same and time. Of, nobody in his family will let him have that. Yes, exactly. So at, so Bob is very dedicated. He loves his restaurant. He loves his family. He mm-hmm. wants to like be this great restaurant, but he knows that what he's working with, you know, the rest of the family and, you know, his own inability to work too hard, uh, you know, yeah. isn't just going to let him get there. But he tries hard every day and like his ideas are good. He's and an his artist. Food, yeah. And he works super hard and he's hilarious. He's a purist about what he does, and he doesn't make a lot of money doing it. Yeah, and I feel I feel like his one outlet is like the the specialty burgers, like that. That's the most he can express himself within his like ordinary life. But also, wasn't wasn't he like not allowed to do that kind of stuff whenever he was working for his dad? Uh, Yeah, and now his whole business is all about. Yeah, I wanted to do this when I was younger. And even in his restaurant now, he's not allowed to do too much of that either because it's like all all of the energy is taken up by everyone else. Like there's too much other things (laughs) going on for Bob to just like, you know, do these crazy things that he sometimes wants to do. Speaking of art, I would like to mention Gail's art. (laughs) What does she do again? I remember it. (laughs) The animal butts. (laughs) Yeah. Just a bunch this of animal butts. Has a butt obsession. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mainly really just do. Gail and Tina. Yeah, hers are specifically like anuses, though. Yeah, Tina oh, is the God. one with the butt. I think obsession. I remember that. God, and then and she, they put them up in the restroom. And then Linda paints underwear yeah. on them, and it's a whole thing. <laughs> you know what episode bummed me out, but I, I still I, Tina was great in it. Was the episode where she finally gets to ride a horse? Did y'all get to see that episode? Oh, where she like goes to horse camp. She goes to horse camp and it's not, it doesn't turn out like she wants it to. Like she's never ridden a horse yet. And my favorite part about that episode is um, uh, Paul Rudd plays her imaginary horse. Mm. What's her imaginary horse's name? Do y'all know? Porcelain? No, just kidding. Porcelain. Porcelain is her. Porcelain is her, yeah. She has a porcelain horse called Porcelain. Oh God, there's that whole like like My Little Pony kind of episode where they have like a My Little Pony. The Equestronauts. And Paul of Tonkins, it's like a mix of My Little Ponies and like Power Rangers. Like it's like a weird thing. (laughs) That show's so good. And Paul of Tonkins plays like the brony, like the head brony who steals her freaking doll. Like it's so messed up. (laughs) And then Bob has to learn all of the Equestronaut (laughs) fiction or the question on story so that he can get in with their group and get the doll back. But Tina like freaks out because she realizes that he had not only grabbed the question on information, but he also grabbed her question on fan fiction. But yeah, Tina tells her imaginary horse friend who's voiced by Paul Rudd. 
she's like, yeah, I'm going to this camp. So I, I guess this is the last time I'll see you. And she, he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, you're imaginary. And after I see a real horse, I'm sure I won't need you anymore. And he's like, I'm not imaginary. You're imaginary. And she goes, stop it. Last time we did this, you really messed with my head. <laughs> and then she goes off to the camp and the, the, the horse sucks. Like the horse's name is Plops. Oh yeah. And it hates <laughs> the, her. The instructor, she's like, look, since you know so much about horses, you can get the most challenging horse because you can handle it. And she can't. Plops just sucks. Like it's called Plops because just poops all the time. Like it's just, it's just <laughs> disgusting. So then the day of the like, they're supposed to show off an exhibition and she's supposed to ride Plops. She decides not to. She reconciles with her imaginary horse, voiced by Paul Rudd, and she then rides him in the exhibition in front of parents and other people. <laughs> She's just galloping around on nothing. It's Which so... is an actual IRL That's true. thing. That is true. Oh, God, so wait, what are those people called? Oh, no, but well, they... they have the ones where they, they it's ride the stick pony, but then there's also people that, there's like, people who get sexual with that shit, though, too. And... Oh, yeah, yeah. there's a name for that. There's, like, two different... What are those people called? They have, like, they have equestrian seen... competition sans horses. Oh, no, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the people running on, yeah. on oh, God. all fours. I was going to say I was proud of Tina for doing that because she's so brave. Like, she just does whatever. She doesn't care what anybody yeah. thinks. But now I wonder now, if that, now that we're connecting with that movement, I'm, I'm not so sure. Maybe that's why they wrote that episode. Was to, oh, like, no. I mean, she does sort of care what people think. She, yeah, to she extent, has moments but, and then she always realizes, like, oh, I shouldn't care. Yeah. Exactly. She does the right thing, I think, most of the time, too. Uh, like in that race when she was beating uh, Louise and then she ends up helping Louise across the finish line first, like pushing her bumper car across. Yeah, because they're going against the, the boys' names that live across the, I don't remember the lake. Right like the rich people. Yeah, they were rich. They're, and they're like frenemies, kind of. And Tina has an obsession with one of the boys' ankles. <laughs> England? No, he's New Zealand. Oh. It's, he's played by uh, the guy that's in Flight of the Concords that's like the manager, I think. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And here's the other thing I'm realizing. There's so much lore. Because like we're literally talking about stuff and we're going so far out with like so much of it. Because there's so many. The world is so built. Yeah. There's it's such an established world on this show. Ollie and Andy, voiced by the Silverman sisters. Yep. Two, of, two of them, stupid. yeah. Like, they're just dumb. Um, but I, they, they make me laugh out loud many times. <laughs> they're very funny in the, uh, work hard or die trying girl episode <laughs> because they're playing the like FBI agents and Gene is trying to tell them that FBI agents don't hold hands and they just both look oh, at him God. together and say these, yeah. this, these ones do <laughs> like in unison. <laughs> yes. This is what I love about them is that, like I said, the show nails certain characters, like the counselor and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It is nailing twins. Like literally Ollie and Andy are the, are every negative aspect of twins, I think. Yeah. Like whoever wrote those characters <laughs> hates twins <laughs> as much as I hate twins. Like, or also loves uh, them just, though. Cause like, no, no, but, but there are moments. so creepy. No, well, no, they're super creepy, but they capture these funny things that it's like, this is a real life twin thing. Yeah. There, there's a moment where Mr. Fraun is like, um, on the field trip, we're partnered up randomly and they find out that they're not partnered up and they both just start screaming like they're yeah. possessed. Until yeah. they got randomly goes, assigned together. I'm pretty sure that's goes, a... Oh, wow. You, they, oh, look at that. Ollie and Andy are assigned to each other. How did that happen? And <laughs> yeah. they're fine again. I'm pretty like sure that is the episode with regular sized and little so. Rudy. The museum episode. Yeah, because that's the museum episode. Yeah. Does Bob have to, um, 
uh, chaperone on that. On that yes. 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 We were supposed to yes. circle back to this because Linda. Linda's protest. Yeah. So basically, Linda realizes that they like forgot something because usually she's the chaperone, but Bob is the chaperone today. So she goes yeah. to the museum to like bring it. I forget what it was that they forgot. A vest, maybe? I don't know. Um, And then their museum employees are protesting, I believe, because they want like better wages or more yeah breaks. they want better ra- wages so linda immediately before going situation. <laughs> yeah before like getting to drop off the thing that she needs to drop off she gets distracted by the chanting because she loves chanting uh-huh. yeah because she's yeah. a perpetual oh, cheerleader oh my god so then she sort of becomes like the leader of the chanting um but then, then she goes real crazy with the chants and she starts saying things like like poop Something, 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 and then everyone's I like, think they just no, all we don't need wank. you anymore." <laughs> oh yeah, weena, 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 wang. Yeah. It's one of them um, for some reason. So yeah, so eventually they're like, "Um, Linda, we're gonna have to ask you to not be part of this anymore." And then uh, at the same really time, upset. Bob and Louise and Rudy have gotten in trouble inside. So they come running out. And then Linda's like running away because then she got in a fight with them. And they see each other running past. And she's like, you get in trouble on the field trip and getting kicked out? And Bob's like, yep. Did you get distracted by the chanting when you're bringing us something? And she's like, yep. <laughs> see you back at home. It's real good. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say my one of my favorite... Um, Ollie, Andy and Ollie moments. Oh, yeah. I still, I still haven't even gotten to those. But yeah, the go ahead. Goonies, the Goonies episode that they did where they're looking for the, the taffy factory or something that's about to be blown up. Oh, yes. And oh. it's like the map is in the shape of a butt. And there, there was an actual treasure in the taffy man, but they never discovered it. So it's like they, they did all of this stuff for nothing, but uh-huh. it actually was something there. Something happened. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember what happened exactly, but like one of the twins peed his pants, and the other one was like, "I wet his pants." (laughs) (laughs) No, they got so many moments like that. I think um, Louise is trying to steal something out of one of their pockets, and the other one says, "Hey, she's trying to steal something out of your pocket because he twin, he can feel it or whatever." It's so dumb. Oh yeah, I looked up the creator. It's the same dude who did uh, home movies, home videos, and, and which makes sense because John Benjamin oh, was on that, too. and he's also on Doctor Katz, which mm-hmm. is also this guy's other show. His first show was Doctor Katz. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, both and the other aspect of all those shows is really good. John Benjamin's on all of them. Mm-hmm. Also, all of them have the voice acting where they're they do their voice recording in the same room, so they talk over each other. Mm. You, do you know what I'm talking about? That's that's very unique to this show and and all this other guy's shows is they talk over each other. That doesn't happen on other animated shows. Yeah. People interrupt oh, each other, but they don't true. talk over each other. We didn't talk about Teddy really. I mean, we mentioned him a couple times, but is he is he a good character? Do we like him or is he just kind of there? Well, we also didn't talk about more. She had I, a really hard time deciding which I, character to yeah. do. I absolutely love more. Like I love Teddy mm-hmm. too, but like more just he has this dark humor that like slightly resides with me. I don't know if it's because like he runs mm. a business of death or yeah. something, but I just really, really hard to it. Um, but no, 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 Teddy, he's pretty good. He's great. He's very like supportive of every, he's Bob and Linda's cheerleader for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah, gosh. He gets he's... so involved and enthusiastic when anything's happening. All he has to do is walk he... in and he's immediately like in it. Yeah. And even if he doesn't yes. like something, he's still like, I hate this, but you're, it's for you. Fantastic. 
and then we'll or still do it. he always tries to convince Bob that he doesn't eat at other places. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, As if it's a betrayal. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also, Teddy, he, like, loses it at the All, drop of oh, a hat. Oh, yeah. Like, True. He's, he's either excited or angry so quickly like the halloween episode bob accidentally kills his guinea pig because teddy forces him he shows up without a costume oh, yeah, so teddy yeah. forces him to get into a costume he's in his fat suit and that's it like that's the costume he's just in a fat suit and he accidentally i don't know Sits if he on was like something i think he was yeah. trying to get it on or off or something and he fell over onto the guinea pig and uh, teddy won't let anyone leave the party until he figures oh, out who no, murdered his that guinea now. pig so sad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was putting it he on crazy. and linda yeah. was like or bob was like how do you know that he died from you sitting on it and not from all the spray paint that you sprayed onto him? Yeah. And then Teddy's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I guess I shouldn't have done that. And she yeah. was like 14 years old. Like, the, the guinea pig? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Teddy's also an idiot, too. Like, there's an episode <laughs> where the fryer is broken. It's the same episode <laughs> where they uh, they pay for the horse camp, so they can't fix the fryer. They pay for Tina's oh, horse God. camp. And um, Teddy's upset because there he's like, he's like, well, you know, I guess uh, I can't do Teddy's voice. It's too deep. Um and dumb, but he uh he's like uh, you know oh yeah I don't need fries you know they don't go perfectly with the burger it's fine and he's just getting more and more upset and then eventually he gets angry enough that uh, Bob's like look if you care so much because they yell at each other a lot I love that when they both yell at yeah. each other he's like if you care so much go fix the fryer you're supposed to be a mechanic or something right yeah and um and Teddy goes I will go fix it I will and he goes to the back and he just starts banging it around and he's like what are you doing and he goes this is the first step. And he starts banging around. He doesn't fix the fryer. He can't fix it. So he's not even a good, like, fix-it yeah. person. He's a good fix-it person for some stuff. He's yeah. more of a carpenter than he is a mechanic. Have you seen the, the Halloween episode where he hangs the thing in front of the, the spider shot? with yeah. the freaking chainsaw? Oh, yes. That was super that was scary. Yeah. On the Junior Entrepreneurs episode, Tina tries to convince him to buy a bunch of shitty, like, woodchucks or whatever. And he and does, right? she's like... He wants to buy them, and then Tina feels guilty because she's like, "I'm taking advantage of him." And then he's, he's like, like "He wants them even more." No, yeah, he goes, yeah. he goes, uh, "Your honesty, yeah, your honesty makes me want to do business with you even more." And so he's like, he's pushing the money towards her, and she's like, "No, I can't." And he's like, "Take it, take my money!" <laughs> and like he wants her to, he wants her to like screw him over like so bad. Like the kids afterwards are talking about it, and they're like, "Yeah, we had to wrestle him to the ground and force the money into his pocket, you know, and and run away." Yeah, no, Teddy's a, a good one. a lot of good Teddy moments. Like when he gets stuck in the Santa trap and like, oh, yeah. like freaks out and like flips all around the kitchen. <laughs> Shoot, you when you said stuck, you made me think when Bob was in the crawl space and it reminded me of how he hates his in-laws. He hates uh, Linda's family. Oh, that was family. the first time he met yeah, Teddy. Yeah, they suck. Is that the first time he met That's Teddy? because they called, it, they called ah, the okay. fix-it guy to come open the... I got Like you. try to help him get out. And then he convinced Teddy to not let him out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then he realized yeah. he actually was stuck. God dang. And that's like a whole uh, shining episode. Yes. Yes. He starts to With see the like. Coach, or how yeah. do you say it? The, I don't know. I can't but remember. also during that episode, Tina has. Yeah, Kuchikopi. Tina's having zombie dreams. Yep, of her erotic <laughs> friend fiction, but it's of her grandparents. grandparents. Yeah, yes. it's gross. Oh my God. It's so <laughs> disgusting. In the but also, uh, sexy zombies is so weird. Sexy zombie, but think about it. Like, if you're a human that was sexy, and now you're a zombie, like, why you ain't gonna be a sexy zombie? True. I nope, not down with it. I um, think I think it still holds true. Um, I just want you to know that Kuchikopi is one of the uh, items in the Clue game that I'm holding in my hand. Oh, nice. <laughs> Clue the oh, board game. Bob's? Oh, we got another product. Yeah. <laughs> 
Clue Bob's um, Burgers. Yeah, so it's Bob's Burgers Clue. And so the weapons are the burger phone, the spatula, horselin, wine Ooh. bottle, coochie copy, and Jean's keyboard. Is it uh, at the beach house, that woman's beach house, where she might have like killed her husband or whatever? It is, is that... not at her beach no, house. It's it is based on their house. Yeah. And then there's a couple other rooms, like the kitchen and stuff. All right, I got, I got um, social media uh, honorable mentions here. Savannah Callies, our, our friend from high school, she uh, she says Linda, and I asked her to elaborate, and she said Linda is the glue to the family. She's what keeps the family business from not failing. She's good for customers and for employee morale. So that's that's. It. I mean, we didn't say that. She's like the glue. I'm going yeah. to differ and say that Bob is the glue. Because shit would not get done without Bob. True. Linda's too enthusiastic and she'll go do anything on a way. She'll just leave the restaurant unlocked. Yeah. But she manages the books. I just saw the episode last night where she's like... She does balance the checkbook. You're right. Bouncing checks yes. so they can pay for the most important stuff. And he's like, I don't, I don't understand what you're doing. One hundred percent. You're right. That if they didn't have her crazy checkbook balancing system, <laughs> yeah, you got to think outside of the box. Well, I don't think it's just Linda that is, and she has the relationship with all the like vendors. True. She's got the yeah. That's what it says here that she's got good uh, good customer and employee morale. She she helps all those things. She's like, like calling people happy. She's like calling the bank to tell the bank which ones not to like let the check go through on. God. Damn. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Lua Chain, who is related to us and who was on our community episode of this podcast, uh, she doesn't tell us anybody. She says, but I'm still gonna read it because I think it's funny that she commented on the post and didn't tell us a character, but. <laughs> She says, I'd like to get my 11-year-old niece's opinion for you. She's the biggest Bob's Burger fan on earth. So that's that's what she said. So I've never, never I doubt it. She'd like to get that, but unfortunately she can't right now. She would now. like to, but there's no yeah. way. <laughs> there's no way to get that, that opinion. So, um, And then Mr. Mac, who's also on that community episode, and he did our Futurama episode. Yeah. Um, he says Gus is his favorite because he's always there to impart some useful and not so useful wisdom. True. Which Gus, I, I don't know. I mean, I tried to watch a couple episodes with Gus after he mentioned him. He's fine, I guess. He teaches Gene how to do flag waving on the racing episode. Gus um, is important, but he's not like. Is there anything else Gus does that I don't that I didn't see? He helps the kids out sometimes. Yeah, he's. But he's certainly not the best character. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. He's not the best character, but um, he's useful. Well, if there's nothing else we want to say anymore, like honorable mentions or any other argument about our character that you didn't get to put out there. Oh, Erdeth also wanted to uh, do uh, Marshmallow. Oh, yes. Oh, marshmallow. Yeah, marshmallow. Oh, gosh. I love Marshmallow. Okay. You know what? I remember Marshmallow from when I originally watched the show, but on my rewatch, I watched probably 40 episodes like to re- to, to prepare for this podcast. And I didn't see one Marshmallow episode, but so I can't remember much about her, but I know that he like ran into her doing like the nighttime taxi stuff. Also, Tina's 13th birthday party. During that nighttime taxi thing, the two other girls that are in the car with them are actually drag queens who are on RuPaul's Drag Race. Fun fact. Like the voice actors. Yeah. 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 But yeah, Marshmallow, she just kind of floats in and out of their lives and, and just does things right i mean that's that's who she is yes and bob is always stoked to see her yeah he, i love hey marshmallow or whatever yeah like, like bob and marshmallow's relationship is very good i i love anytime bob's like 
out of the restaurant meeting people, his interactions are always really fun and positive and get kind of like quirky and weird. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like this show is, uh, it always leaves you feeling good because it always is just positive. Like, um, even the bad guys, like, the bad guys are never very successful. Like, they're always just have either bad plans or they just don't work out in the end, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, like, I don't feel like there's that many dramatic moments on this show. Like, you know, Futurama, we talked about how there's, like, real sad moments, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, on the Simpsons, like, which is obviously the same guy that did Futurama, you have like emotional moments. I feel like Bob's Burgers doesn't give us too many like dramatic or like super emotional moments. I think most of them are just lighthearted and fun. I have full on cried at like... For which episode? Oh, a a bunch of them. We have like nine seasons of the disc. We have, we're holding them in our hands now. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is just, what is this product? Oh, we're holding seasons, the complete seasons one through nine. Of Bob's Burgers. We're both holding them. Oh. Yeah, we're holding them together. Um, but there's been like a good handful of episodes that I have cried on. I don't know well, if... All of the episodes are in your hand right now, so... Not anymore. So a good handful, a handful. would be all of them. <laughs> yeah, I've cried, all of them. I've cried during all of Literally. them. The last thing we do is we look at different categories like, okay, like plot drivers. Whose character do we feel really drives the show forward? Their decisions and the things that they do move the plot forward the most. I'm looking around at the characters and I feel like maybe Luis probably. I was also thinking Luis. Because she has all the plans that kind of put things in motion. Yeah, I think there are. She tries to get. The foil. She's always. She's always doing like conniving like she's always trying to figure out yeah. something that they can get themselves into like tina and gene are more like they follow her a lot more than they yeah. get to be their own stars you know yeah. i think or or she's always trying to get out of something and it becomes this huge ordeal mm-hmm. but yeah i think she i think she drives a lot of the plot and because inevitably bob and linda have to get involved with whatever the kids are doing yeah, yeah i think overall She's probably the biggest plot driver of these ones, but I think everybody has various episodes where they're like the central. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I would say, yeah, hers are overall, even whenever it's like a smaller plot point of the overall storyline, she's still kind of driving yeah. those smaller ones. Another category, another category is, is aesthetic. Like just looking at the character, whose look do we love the most? All of these characters are freaking iconic. Like they all yeah. look amazing. Like regular size Rudy. Just looking at him and hearing his name is funny. Tina, it also looks hilarious. Yeah. Um, Bob is funny looking. I mean, Linda, <laughs> Linda, Linda's funny because she's just a mom. Like she's so perfectly a mom. Like yeah. But her like red glasses are so yes. like, saucy. Uh huh. You know. And L- Louise has the 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 bunny sparkle. ears. The bunny ears. Yeah, those are. I, I feel like Louise and Tina have very iconic looks that people yeah. have is that like the ha- yeah i guess aesthetics we normally think about like halloween costumes like, like yeah which like would you be the definitely most- see people dressing up as those two yeah honestly probably tammy i know it's like tammy. <laughs> wrong but like no, her, the tammy shoulder shirt what but her eyeshadow that's where i'm like tammy yes. is perfect <laughs> okay girl tammy does look perfect <laughs> Well, and so many of the characters do look perfect. That is true. But um, out of these five, though, let's yeah, try to, to like, we're trying to pick a winner out of these categories. Yeah. Who's right. got the best look out of these five? 
Oh, God. They all kind of look the same. Like, not really, but... My kids, I, they don't ever hear it because I have my headphones in when I was watching the episodes on my phone. But they think that the show looks weird. Like, every time they walk by, they're like, that show looks so weird. It does. It does. <laughs> so who's got the best look? What do y'all think? Okay, Louise. I like her dress color with her bunny ears. Yeah. yeah. And I like her little shoes. Like, okay, girl. That's true. The green and the pink is good. <laughs> Tina has a slouch drawn into her character. Yeah, she's yeah. she's okay. great. So the she thing is, Tina's the best uh, aesthetically for sure. Although she has a beret, she has a clip in her yeah, hair. It's, hair it's clip a beret. It is a beret. A beret, my bad. A beret I, is like I, a, that's the French. A hat. Also, I have some French. I believe it's Jane, two so. berets, not just one. Uh, no, I think it's well, one. But the way it looks has one. two lines. She switches it to the other side when she's bad. When she's Tina. Tina. Yeah. No, 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 she's Dina. Yeah. She's Dina. Dina. Well, I have a couple things <laughs> Sorry, to say. Sorry, Haley, you were going to say something. Yeah, yeah, many, yeah. many things. So we're holding in in our in my hands right now. Um, this is great for a podcast audience, by the way. But keep I going. know it's my favorite thing. We're going to send you pictures. Um, a thousand piece puzzle of them all kind of floating through on different pieces of burgers, and so that's what we're looking at to to decide who's the best aesthetic character. We also oh, nice. have a giant poster of the puzzle, Correct. as well. That came with the album. Wait, However, a we're not of the puzzle. It's not the constructed puzzle. No, uh, the puzzle is currently it's a poster of the same image oh, that glued. the puzzle yeah. depicts. No, nope, they're just uh. both the same. <laughs> image. They're the same thing. It's, that's amazing. That's on hilarious. the on the poster, it doesn't have like puzzle group. pieces. Yeah. Okay, but then I also think that Bob has a good aesthetic because he's very yeah he's very much like a restaurant dude with his like shoes he's, and he talks about yeah. like. One, there's an episode where the kids are all making fun of his shoes and then he talks about how he saw like a different restaurant person with those shoes and thought they were cool and that's why those are the shoes that he wears <laughs> i he is perfect for who he is i think it's just that the the aesthetic is not super exciting you know and it's not supposed to be yeah. oh yeah no but their their looks all fit the characters the, oh, very everyone's well. look is perfect yeah Okay, I like to try to figure out a category that is specific to Bob's Burgers. And like I said, it's a show that makes me just feel positive and I is mean, ephemeral. You could just do like, it's a comedy. So who do you think it is, is a comedy? Who makes, who makes you laugh? Which character legitimately is the one that makes you laugh the most? Yeah. Linda. <laughs> yeah, like I said, Linda. That's why I chose her, honestly. I picked Bob because he makes me laugh all the time. He makes you laugh the most? I feel like he's more of a straight character where like people bounce off of him. He's very no, snarky though. He's, he says things under his breath. Yes, like, he's snarky better. and he's yeah. blunt and he's like, yeah. I guess this is what we're doing now. Okay, you're yeah, all that, terrible. That funny when he's, like, yeah. It's very good. So he makes me laugh. They all the, make me laugh, obviously. But The reason I picked Tina is because she makes me laugh out loud the most because the things that she does are just absurd and they always catch me by surprise and, and make me laugh mm -hmm. yeah so i'm going with tina on that one i would have to agree with Haley. it's definitely bob so we got two bobs two, two lindas, lindas and, a tina. and a tina okay but i i guess I'm we have to paper rock scissors. like going into this like based on what i see just like elsewhere i would assume that tina is like the fan favorite but it seems like here like we've got a good mix of opinions but I yeah. feel like when I see other people talking about oh, the show, Tina. like everyone loves I think Tina. Tina, in and of herself as a character, is relatable to everyone because everybody loves zombie. has gone through awkward, awkward puberty, yeah. fourteen year old yeah, that's true. version of themselves, and it's like 
oh, I wasn't that weird, I, so... She's like. also, she's also a nor, a, like I said, neuroatypical, like, for real. Like, there's people who identify she's with her on that level. She's kind of an level. airhead sometimes, yeah. but then also, she's not stupid, so it's like, she just is kind of, she's just always daydreaming. Yes. She's always somewhere else, and then, yes. then she's like, wait, what? She's got some of that Amelia Bedelia type energy <laughs> where she doesn't quite understand what's being, yeah. like, she at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, I'm not even... Okay, I'm holding in my hands now. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry, but this is the second to last thing that I could hold. Although Eredith is wearing the sweatshirt of the family, which I don't think we've pointed out yet. I'm holding the official Bob's Burgers coloring book and literally just flipping through and looking at the scenes. I'm laughing out loud at Bob. <laughs> Going into this, I, I knew y'all were big fans, but I didn't realize y'all were the top fan. This totally one-ups my Harry Potter tattoo yeah. from the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll have Bob the Burgers tattoos. That's what we ask all of our guests. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to Not go yet. get one right after this yeah. podcast, actually. A burger. Oh, my gosh. Chris Chris Greiger had a few uh, a Full Metal Alchemist tattoo. Emily has a Harry Potter tattoo. I don't know. We, we must have had another person with a tattoo. I Do you think uh, Lou's 11-year-old niece has a Bob's Burgers tattoo? I don't. She has the whole family on her She's from Portland, back. so... Uh, I'm just like saying, I don't know if she's the biggest fan. <laughs> All right, well, I was feeling good about Tina until the end now. I didn't win any categories, but... Um, <laughs> but now is the time where we have to decide which character we think is the best character of Bob's Burgers. Are y'all ready for this moment? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we've never, okay. we've never <laughs> been more ready. Who's hesitating? Okay. So we'll do a three, two, one countdown, and then we'll all say our answer at once, and then we will ask each other what we said because we all said it's inaudible. <laughs> Fantastic! Never, yeah. All right, but are it's we a, saying it on one, or are we saying it after one? Three, two, one, and then you say it. Okay, so after three, two, one, one. Shoot. we say it. Yeah, <laughs> we say it. You say <laughs> the name of your yeah. You, if you say it, that's fine. That's your vote. So then oh. my character will win. Okay, three, two, one. Bye. Well, okay. Eredith, you went for Linda, right? I did. It, we split the vote, I think. You went for Linda. <laughs> Haley, you stuck with Bob, right? I sure did. I stuck with Tina, and Brandon, he went to Louise, and uh, Emily stuck with Louise. So Louise squeaks it out because of a split yes. vote there. Um, I'm not mad at it. If She's... I voted for myself, I would have won, but... That's true. If any of us would have... <laughs> Well, if Haley or I would have flipped, it made it would have changed things. But yeah, I genuinely love Tina. But I mean, Louise is a very strong character. I also yeah. genuinely I love Tina. She was my second choice. I went back and really? forth. Yeah, I went back and forth for a long time between um, Tina and Bob. Fun I fact: do love Tina. Bob gets kind of frustrated with Tina a lot. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, then then realizes like there's nothing he can do about it. Like she is who she is, you know. Yeah. Like, like when she crashes the car that she slowly drives oh, across yes. the parking lot. Uh, yeah, and he's just stopped the car. Just hit the brake, and he's laughing at first. Yeah, he's laughing, but then he starts panicking. Kind of going towards <laughs> the only other car in the lot. That was so yeah, exactly. Like to watch that happen because it was so slow, it was so frustrating because so he frustrating. could have just freaking grabbed the wheel yeah. and turned yeah, exactly. it. But then he wants to also. But he wants he's to empowering lie. Tina. Because he's a well, great dad. I don't think he expected her, but, but he also didn't expect her to actually hit that yeah, car. No, that, he didn't. That whole thing turned into the insurance fraud. Yeah, episode. the insurance fraud episode. Yeah, and where the guy like Bob's gonna lie and say he drove the car and Tina can't handle then it. Then the She's guy burned down out. his own house. And oh, but the Tina. story she comes up with. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Tina she's is like... besides the predatory stuff. She's most morally good <laughs> out of all the characters. I can't believe it. We did it again. 
We figured out who the best character is and whatever we're talking about, despite the podcast being called Your Favorite Character Sucks. Now the only question is, what should we do next? You can help us decide by following us at YFCS Pod on Instagram and Twitter and telling us which show, movie, series, book you think we should do. Until then, hit that subscribe button and catch us on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Before we go, I have I just have one more thing to say. Is it something that you have for the final <laughs> item? Yep. Uh, it may be. It might be something I'm holding in my hands. Um, a three uh-huh. something, actually. It's, uh, it's three different face masks, you know, to protect you from the COVID oh, while expressing your love nice. of the Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, and actually, <laughs> there's a these three are are hers, and I have a separate one that's not in this room. Good lord. But they're fantastic. <laughs> All right, well. I need to step up my game on the Bob's Burgers. So we'll send you yeah, pictures. So it's going to be great. <laughs>